Hello, hello. Today we're going to be having some fun talking about pajamas, which seems like the opposite of getting dressed, but I'm going to talk about how and when and why you would want to have loungewear that you love instead of just staying in your basic ratty PJs all day. So keep listening and have fun with this episode. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved, discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. You tired of feeling frumpy? Do you want some help with your style, with your clothes, putting things together, figuring out the right colors for you and how to hone in on your style and wear what makes you look the best? I invite you to join the free community over on Facebook at christianstylecommunity.com where we talk about anything and all thing fashion and style for Christian women. There are amazing women in there who are willing and able to encourage you, support you, give you advice if you ask, and just be your fashion friend. So head on over to christianstylecommunity.com and join all the free fun today. So it maybe seems silly when you think about being a style and image and fashion podcast to talk about pajamas, but we wear our pajamas for six to eight hours at least every single day, and sometimes we wear them for longer. So I think it's something that we should talk about, um, especially for certain people in certain seasons of their life. This is something that um, needs more focus, in my opinion. Um, and first of all, if you... <laughs> First of all, for the people who get dressed every day, I know there are quite a few of them out there. Um, I have had the pleasure to have clients like this. Um, I've had clients who get dressed immediately after their C-section in jeans. I have had clients who continue to get dressed after the loss of a loved one immediately. Um, and some people have this built-in mindset where you don't stay in your pajamas if you're sick or if you're in emotional pain, like it is not acceptable. You put on the real clothes every single day. So if you are one of those people, this episode might not be for you unless you just like to listen to people ramble about pajamas and loungewear and what makes it so great. Um, but just know that if you are that person, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And if you aren't that person and you are somebody who needs pajama days and clings to them like a lifeline, there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, there's space for each of those perspectives. And there's a way to make the second part of that perspective be something that makes you feel good about being in those kinds of clothes versus feeling schlumpy and dumpy and terrible. And that's really what I want to focus on here is how to be intentional if you are somebody who really needs those pajama days. 
So first of all, let's talk about pajama days, why some people need them. And I want to go back to spoon theory, which I think has been talked about once on this podcast before by one of my guests. But spoon theory is, I'd actually never heard of this until the last year, I suppose. And I finally looked into it and looked up what it meant a little bit. And I realized that I have been using this construct, this concept uh, for a about um, 15 plus years. Um, it's something that I sort of latched onto when I was going through some really intensive therapy when I was 29 years old. And one of the things that my therapist told me at that time was um, not to try to do everything on your to-do list all day long, was to pick the three most important things and do those things. And it's something that I've carried with me all these years, is that if you're feeling overwhelmed and I can't do everything and I can't do everything on the to-do list and the to-do list is too long and I just don't have the energy, I don't have the mental space for it, to pick the three most important things. Because at the end of this day, you've still accomplished the three most important things on your list, which in essence is sort of a different perspective on spoon theory because spoon theory essentially says that every day you wake up and you have a certain number of spoons. And for some people, it could be three, like my list. And for other people, it could be 20, 25. Um, I don't know how many spoons some people have, but it could be a large number of spoons. But essentially, every task that you do costs you one spoon. And so if you start the day out and you only have five spoons, you have to be really intentional about what you do with your time, with your day, how you're spending that energy. And for me, especially like someone with autoimmune disease, a bunch of kids back to back to back, um, homeschooling, running a business, um, there are days where I do not have a lot of spoons or my spoons are already claimed. And that's what happens a lot of times for me is that I just don't have anything left over. <laughs> my budget is spent already. And so I find myself in certain seasons um, where I don't have the spoons to get dressed, which seems crazy um, if you think about it, because I talk about getting dressed and I talk about ways to make it easy, like laying out your clothes the night before. But sometimes I don't have the spoons to lay my clothes out the night before. You know, that's just what it is. Sometimes it's just really messy. For example, I am currently in the second trimester of my seventh pregnancy and I'm feeling pretty good right now. My energy is back. Other than a horrific stomach virus, um, things are well here. I am not yet too pregnant to be comfortable other than the heat again. <laughs> and so things are good right now. But the first trimester is always a little bit hard for me. I don't get sick, really. I do have a lot of nausea. I have a lot of food aversions, which tends to lead to me being weak because I'm not eating enough. And I struggle really badly with fatigue. Um, severe fatigue is probably my number one first trimester problem. Um, and with that, of course, fatigue means that I have less capacity, less physical capacity, less mental capacity, less decision-making capacity, and less desire often to get dressed, to actually go through the process of putting on the real clothes each day. And so that's what really created this desire to talk about this today was that I just went through this. And for the past year plus, I have been someone who get stressed every day in contrast to many of the years before where I did not have the capacity to do that. And I would often spend two, sometimes three days a week still in my pajamas. I called them my introvert days because it sort of represented the fact that I did not have the energy and I did not want to do it. And it almost gave me a pass on showing up fully. 
And so during that time, one of the things I did was really focus on having pajamas or loungewear that I really love. So when this first trimester rolled around, I already have pajamas, loungewear that I love, and I probably spent one to two days a week wearing them. Um, And this is just what I needed at this time was the rest and the slowing down and just relaxing and being feeling good in the pajamas that I do have, which is pretty important. And And the point that I really want to make, while pajamas aren't real clothes and I do not wear mine out in public, you can make the choice to wear a loungewear that makes you feel good in your own home. Um, it can be beautiful. It can be high quality. It can be perfect for you. It can suit your lifestyle. And I'm going to go over my own choice here and kind of analyze it for you so you can see how I arrived at mine and why I wear it specifically. But I just want to encourage you that if you are in this mindset of pajama days or introvert days or lazy days or whatever you want to call them, that creating a loungewear uniform for your life that makes you feel great is worth the time, worth the money, and definitely worth the effort. Because nothing feels worse than having a random person show up at your door and you're wearing the ugly, scrungy pajamas, right? Versus having someone show up at your door and wearing pajamas that at least look nice and make you feel good. Even if you're not feeling good, at least you have that I'm sort of put together a nice loungewear look. And they can be anything really. Loungewear could be a pair of joggers. It could be leggings and a sweatshirt, which is kind of my personal choice. Um, It could be actual pajamas that you bought that are high quality, that look really nice. It could be any of these things, right? It's personal to you. But whatever you decide, make sure it's your pajamas and loungewear because that way you don't have to change your clothes, right? You can sleep in these clothes and then get up and you're wearing nice loungewear, essentially. And once you've nailed in, dialed in what it is you want to wear, buy five to seven of them, okay? You don't want to have to wash your pajamas more than once a week. This is my philosophy. Um, Just go ahead, buy seven or eight. Skip the five, buy seven or eight. um, Make it work for you. Like Make it go all the way with your pajamas loungewear look. Having said all of this, I'm going to share with you my own pajama loungewear uniform and break it down for you and analyze it so you can see how to think through the process and choose what works for you. So for me, what I wear as loungewear is LuLaRoe leggings, and I'll explain why in a minute, and I wear a nursing sweatshirt from Latched Mama. And it's a very specific sweatshirt and The leggings. Okay, I'm going to talk about the leggings. So the reason I wear LuLaRoe leggings, several reasons here, and these are all really specific for me being picky and the fact that I sleep in my clothes, etc. So number one, I'm really cold natured. um, So I definitely want pants. Uh, I also co-sleep with my babies and I can't stand for baby feet to touch my bare skin when I'm sleeping. It just stresses me out. So I want my legs fully covered. However, I don't want them covered with loose fabric because I can't stand when they bunch up around my knees. So it has to be a fitted legging, full coverage, fitted so it doesn't bunch up. Number two, because I am 42 years old and even though I'm currently pregnant, I have lots of hormone shifts. So often my legs get sweaty and I have found that having pants on my legs prevents me from getting that stick together legs feeling. So all of these things, all of these choices about the leggings have to do with being comfortable when I sleep and being comfortable when I get up. So it works for sleeping and for lounging around the house. Now, I will say that I'm still using LuLaRoe leggings I bought several years ago because I spent $25 a pair for them. 
And to up-level this uniform, I know that I need to buy some solids, just some solid black, because that would make everything look much more refined, much cleaner, much simpler. So that is on my to-do list, is to switch those over to solid colored leggings. For the sweatshirt, I mentioned that it is a sweatshirt. It is because, again, I am very cold-natured, and I do co-sleep with my babies, and so there's a lot of safety things that have to go into that, like not using covers above your waist and just a lot of different things. And so I want to be warm. I don't want to be cold. I want something warm that's on me. I also need access to breastfeeding. So I have breastfeeding sweatshirts and they're very cozy. They feel, I don't know, like your college sweatshirt in a way. Um, so they just have that nostalgia kind of feel to them. And so I wear those and I have, I think, six or seven of those. And this is my pajama loungewear uniform. And if I have to answer the door, the sweatshirt has the benefit of somewhat concealing the fact that maybe I'm not wearing a bra. And if I needed to run to the store, I could put on a bra, switch to a pair of nice leggings and head out the door. So it's quick. It, it works for my sleeping habits. It works for my during the day lounging habits when I'm not feeling well. And it works if I have to very quickly get out the door. And for those of you who get dressed, who think that I'm being crazy right now, I know you don't get it. <laughs> I know that for you, getting dressed is a requirement. It's a necessity. It's unacceptable to spend the day in your pajamas. But for those of us who have autoimmune disease, who are pregnant or nursing and who don't have the energy, the time, the mental space to get dressed every single day. The best thing you can do is accept that this is a limitation in your life and accept that you're going to have those days. And instead of feeling bad about yourself or down about yourself because you are somebody who needs pajama days, go ahead and adapt your wardrobe to fit those pajama days. Make it work for you. Own the fact that you need the space and you need the time and invest in a loungewear uniform that makes you feel amazing. Choose clothes that suit your lifestyle, your needs. Hot legs, cold legs, what is it that you need, right? Choose fabrics that feel amazing, that are high quality. Choose colors that make you look stunning and beautiful and feel confident, okay? Use the same principles of wardrobe curation in other areas of your life to curate a loungewear wardrobe that you love. And remember, it's okay to get dressed every day and it's okay not to get dressed every day because each one of us is showing up the best that we know how given our abilities and our limitations and what's going on in our lives right now. And I would rather you be empowered to show up halfway in your best loungewear than feel terrible and like there's something wrong with you because you feel frumpy in your ratty t-shirt and sweatpants. So be blessed in every season, even the pajama seasons, my friends, and embrace the life that you have and that you're living today. Hey there, gorgeous, before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed, be radiant.